A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a lovely little couple, except they're not. I've been watching This Life, Mae Martin's show on Channel 4. None of those words are right. This Life, by the way, is a show from the 90s. <laughs> Can you not? Please. <laughs> How have you got This Life from Feel Good? Do you know what? It's so funny, though, because I really relate to Mae so much. And I also relate to her relationship with her mother and the difficulties they've had and how Lisa Kudrow, her mom, basically tells Mae that she's selfish and only thinks about herself. And I think that's really interesting because I think when I was going through my darker depression, I didn't have time for anyone else at all. Not that I ever really wanted to talk about myself either, but I shut everybody else out. There's also a lot in there about drug addiction and love addiction. And I've definitely had love addiction. You know who's got that? Robert Palmer. Who's that? Just Google Robert Palmer. Robert Palmer. Okay, he had a song called Addicted to Love. That joke was brought to you by 1982. Wahey! Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. Hello, this is Again and I'm Gay. He's James Barr. <laughs> I'm Dan Hudson. He's gay. I'm not. But am I gay, Dan? Am I gay right now? Am I gay if I if I can't go outside? I don't know. Are, are you non-gay if you can't go outside? Are any of us anything? I, I am going outside. When, when you're a key worker, James. Oh, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> please what? You're not a key worker. I literally am a key worker. What are you doing right now that constitutes being a key worker? I'm, I'm producing radio programs. You think you're so important because you've got, no, the BB, cause you've no, got a I BBC don't. lanyard and you're a key worker. I don't, but I am. Yes, you do right is it a fact is it or is it not a fact that i am a key worker what exactly are you producing that makes you a key worker i'm producing uh radio programs for the bbc james yeah but what exactly (laughs) are you doing literally what i just said what does that entail on a day-to-day well the production of programs okay so today what did you do as a producer i produce drive time yeah but what did you actually have to do Look, would the show have gone out without me? No. I don't understand how you personally keep the radio station on air. I'm not saying I keep it on air 24 hours a day, but today I kept it on air between the hours of 3 and 7 o'clock. And what did you do during those hours? I produced the show. By doing what? Production. By doing what? Production. I think I've figured out what's happening here. Are you the least important person so they've sent (laughs) you into the front line? Is that what's happening? What's what's happening? So James is still on the radio as well, but James James is being forced to do it from home. So he's got beef. Are you joking? I have not got beef. I literally wake up. Go upstairs to my lounge. It takes about one minute until I'm on air and it's awesome. Here's the thing. I think depression, your favourite subject. I actually just think that depression has prepared me for this moment in a really amazing way. Because when you're depressed, which I've been numerous times in my life, and I still live with it, but I feel a lot happier at the moment. When you're depressed, I think you, in my case, I don't really want to talk to anyone. I don't want to engage with anyone. There were times where I couldn't order a drink at Starbucks without wanting to cry because I really didn't want to have any kind of communication with someone that I didn't know. And so I've been used to just sitting at home, not doing anything for quite a long time. I guess I'm just turning up that side of me, not in a negative way, but I'm allowing that safety net of home to kick in. I don't know what I'm saying, but I kind of like it. And I think there must be some other people that do too. There are moments where I feel like 
like what I said, you know, like I don't feel gay because I can't be outside. I can't go clubbing. I can't, not that that defines a gay person, but like Saturday night was really interesting because my boyfriend and I just watched YouTube videos and drunk lots, but we really wanted to go out and obviously we couldn't. I, I'm also, I wouldn't say I was enjoying it, but there is a lot to like about it. It's not really fair for me to say that because I'm not really in, I'm not in full lockdown because I'm continuing to go to work. So I'm leaving the house every day. Because you're a key worker. Well, that's yeah. right. BBC Lanyard. When you're a key worker, I guess things are different. I think it's actually an insult that you're allowed to walk around saying you're a key worker. Why? When there are actual NHS staff on the front line, staff in old people's homes, nursing homes that are on the front line dealing with this thing. They are key workers and you are just literally producing a radio show. Well, that's actually, <laughs> that's not fair because yes, whilst obviously they are much more key workers, the roles of journalists and TV and radio and online producers is absolutely critical to this whole thing. No, I completely agree. But what I'm saying is that you aren't one of those people. Shade. Are you classed as a key worker? I think probably, but I would never walk around calling myself that. I would never swan around central London getting the tube, catching a bus, seeing some West End shows, saying I'm a key worker. Okay, well, I'm not doing any of those things. I'm not swan... Hi, is that the Savoy? Could you reopen tonight, please? Because I'm a key worker. Okay. Flashes lanyard. Number one, I'm not swanning anywhere. Number two, I'm not getting public transport. Like, I'm I'm walking in or running in. Um, And number three, like, there aren't any bloody West End shows to go to. I wish there were. A matinee for key workers would go down a treat. What's on your list then? Of what? Things I'm enjoying? Yeah. No one's really hassling me. It's just basically like Christmas for me. I don't mean that like, oh, I'm getting loads of presents. But I work a lot at Christmas and it's those similar vibes. I guess because I'm going to the BBC, which is full of key workers. So it's quite busy. And I cannot hear you say that one more time. What? Like I just, <laughs> just I, it's so self-important. How is it? It just is. It just, it just is. No, it isn't. You're just pissed off because you haven't got like an official document saying that you're a key worker. So, and because of that- I you're... just think it sounds really pretentious. What? Whether it does or it doesn't, it's just a fact, isn't it? A gay and a non-gay. I feel really bad about what I said about, are we, you know, am I even gay? Of course I am, but- I'm a showgirl and I want to show myself off. One of the positives of this is that everybody's just like chilled out on Instagram and social media and that. There's, there's just no pretentiousness. I'm not saying that, that you are doing that in particular, but nobody can swan around anymore unless you're a key worker. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I quite enjoy that. So it's like realness on social media for once. That's true. Like no one's doing their hair. Yeah. People are forgetting to brush their teeth and they're really honest about it. It still takes me like half an hour to decide what to wear in the morning, even though I'm literally just going upstairs. But I know exactly what you're saying. And it does feel like everyone's mask has come off a bit. Like even like the, the late night shows in America, they're all doing them for like from the houses and from the gardens and stuff without an audience. I just really like that. I don't know why. It's because it normalizes everyone. Yeah. Everyone's the same. Suddenly we're all just humans. I guess that's where I was coming from with the whole am I even gay thing. But that's probably good in a way. We've all been reduced to equal. Yeah. And at this moment in time, everyone hopefully feels equal. We're all the same. We all just need to go to the supermarket. We all need to just go for a walk once a day or have a run and then stay at home. Yeah. That's it. I think it's worth saying we should we should realise our privilege in this because we both have a house to stay in. We've both got a safe space. I've got a boyfriend, although he's driving me mad. Um, and that's lucky. And there are people that don't have that or feel isolated right now or have returned home to their families like at Christmas. But it's so much worse because it's an indefinite stay there and maybe they don't feel comfortable being who they are. This is quite difficult for a lot of people. And, and I imagine if you've never been depressed before, 
in the same way I felt it and that you are now stuck at home not seeing anyone, that could be quite challenging. Yeah, 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 of course. That could probably lead to depression, whereas I feel like I'm thriving in it because I'm just turning up all of the lazy energy. I'm not feeling guilty about not doing things that I should probably be doing because there's no pressure. Obviously, that what you're saying is, is completely true. And obviously, big love to the NHS and all the key workers like myself. <laughs> I'm going to slap you when, I, when I'm allowed out of my lockdown. <laughs> Two unlikely friends take on the world. Can you stop changing your Netflix password? It's getting annoying. I was actually in the, in the middle of watching Tiger King and then some error message comes up on my Netflix saying, you've been signed out, please re-sign in. <laughs> And I'm like, I was, I'm in the middle of Tiger King, which, if you've not watched it, is absolutely incredible. I'm only one episode in, and I'm I'm beyond excited about what's about to happen. I I got really fed up, and I just signed everyone out on Sunday because everyone is rinsing my account. You're rinsing my account. My mom is. My sister is. My boyfriend is. This is a joke. <laughs> Why is no one contributing? So I just kicked everyone out, basically, and changed the password. I was also getting some dodgy sign-ins, so I was worried that someone had shared my password somewhere else, so I just thought it was easier to change it. Right, okay. I definitely haven't done that. Tiger King is gay, isn't he? Yeah, should we get him on? At the point in which it was revealed that he was gay, I did nearly jump out of my skin because I was like, what? Why did you jump out of your skin? Well, because I, I just I just thought he was the last person in the world that was likely to be gay. I know I'm, I'm stereotyping and making casting aspersions, but he's... Have you ever met a gay person like that? Well, I've never met any person that owns a tiger. It's a bit like if he, if he said randomly, oh yeah, I love Hillary Clinton. You'd be like, what? And I, don't, I, I can't have been the only person that that did that. See, I find that really interesting because I think you missed a few vital clues there. Oh, really? From only watching one episode, so these aren't really spoilers, he has a TV show that he was doing daily. Okay, so that makes him, attention seeker. that makes him gay, does it? <laughs> His outfits, very gay, very extra. Uh, the fact that he owns these exotic cats that could potentially kill him at any moment. To me, that's quite gay. Let me explain. That's like me. That's like me taking drugs to hide my shame, right? Is he is he doing the same thing, but with tigers? He's getting love from them. They're making him feel good, but at any moment they could kill him. That went very dark, but I think you caught my drift. This podcast is supported by Athletic Greens. With one scoop of AG1 in cold water, you're covering your day's nutritional bases and supporting your long-term gut health. With 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and adaptogens, AG1 supports your immune system, energy, aging, and focus. And it's less than $3 a day. Get the nutritional insurance your body craves while starting a daily habit you'll actually enjoy. Visit athleticgreens.com HWC for a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. A gay and a non-gay. What's the crack with boyfriend James then? Well, he moved in. He hadn't wasted any time. Well, no, we've been together like seven months. And then just before lockdown, he moved into my flat. And I wasn't actually planning to be there. I was working in Manchester, so I wasn't going to see him that much. But it just made sense for him to be in my flat. But then everything changed. And now we're in lockdown together. And we've spent three weeks on top of each other. And it's really interesting. In, in what way? 
I don't know how to talk about it because he's obviously going to hear this because when I'm <laughs> listening back to it, he'll be there. But I can't brush my teeth without him standing next to me brushing his teeth. I can't watch my own TV shows because he'll want to watch something else. So we're both sort of trapped in each other's company all the time. There are some amazing positives. I mean, I am so lucky to have someone I love with me all the time through this. But at the same time, oh my God, I wish I was on my own sometimes. It's classic me, and I'm sure other people too, but there are people now on their own in isolation, hating the fact that they're on their own. But there were also people suddenly locked down with boyfriends, girlfriends that they've been with a while or, or not been, or husbands, wives, um, or people they're in a relationship with and housemates and they weren't expecting to be in that situation now they are it's quite testing isn't it for a lot of people to suddenly be forced to spend time with to spend all your time with someone at least he's someone that you're invested in you haven't just like accidentally met the guy and gone oh do you know what i live in london i live in manchester in the week you should move into mine because that would be a 20 times worse Oh my God, it's not even worse. It's not even on the scale of worse. It's just funny not having any time. Yeah. How am I going to get like alone time? What, how do you mean? Well, you know, like time to be myself. Well, surely you don't need a... For a bit. Surely you don't need a wank if your boyfriend's living with you. <laughs> Dan, that is not what I meant. Well, what, what do you mean then? <laughs> and of course you do. Just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean you don't want to love yourself. So that is what you mean then? No, okay. Can't you do it in the shower or something? No, because um, we've been showering together, so... That's sometimes not even a... What, every day? Possibility. Yeah. Well, that no wonder it's intense. Are you, are you going to the toilet together as well? No. I mean, some, sometimes we have. <laughs> what, like in a, in a sex way? No, no, like in a just like in a... When we've had a lot to drink, we'll just be like, oh, we both need to pee, so let's just do it. What, you in the sink and him in the toilet? No, just next to each other. What is wrong with you? What's, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What do you mean what's Why wrong with me? Why would you go in the sink? If the toilet's occupied. We're boyfriends and we've, we've been with each other a lot intimately so we can happily just touch each other when we're peeing. It's not like a big deal. Well, I guess you're into that stuff, but like I'm not into water sports and all that stuff. So. Look, that's not at all what I'm saying, but it's easy, isn't it? You've been to a urinal with another guy stood next to you. It's the same as that. Uh, no, it's not. It's not the same as that at all. In a, imagine a world where all the all the toilets are unisex. I wouldn't go and have a shit next to a girl. Actually, I, I tell a lie. Down the festival, I did have a shit next to a girl, but that was like what? We were both in the, in cubicles. We just had a chat with each other. What? What did you talk about? Uh, well, we just see. So Slipknot had just been on, and it was like pissing it down with rain. It was awful, but I didn't I didn't really notice because like Slipknot were on, and then as soon as they came off, I was like, oh my god! So I ran to the toilet. And then when I got in there, I was just like, oh, God, this is like the only warm place on the whole site. So uh, what did you talk about? Well, mainly Slipknot and the gig and the festival and whatnot. And I can't see her. It's like being on the phone to someone. OK, I find your story just a little bit much, to be honest. Like, why? I don't really want to. I don't know. I just don't like the way you use the S word like that. It's also just really gross the way you say it. Like, oh, I shit next to a girl once. Like, like that's any different from having a shit next to a guy. What's the difference? I'm just trying to put myself in the same headspace as you are when you're having a number one at the same time as your boyfriend. And I still can't really work out what the logistics of that are. Why are you so immature that you have to either use a swear word or a code name for the <laughs> practice of peeing or going to 
poo right, or well, number be, two. I, because you've just moaned about... It's like you've got all this shame about being in the toilet. But okay, so you and James both need a number one, right? And you don't have a urinal. Oh so I don't even understand what the admin... How, how You're both having a number one at the same time into the toilet. Yeah. How does that even work? There's not enough room, is there, for two people to wee into it? Yeah, there is. You just stand on either side of it, don't you? Does it not get on each other? Right, I'll just send you a video. No, don't don't send me a video. I'll send you a video video. so you can just see what... No, I will. And if anyone's got a lot of time on their hands at the minute creatively, feel free to do some fan art. Please don't. (laughs) But why can't you just wait 30 seconds? Why do you need to? Some might think it was unhygienic. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Is it not? We're not like being blokes. We're not like, wee and splashing it around on each other, if that's what you're thinking. Because I, I know that some straight guys do do that kind of thing. That's not what we're doing. It must be a sex thing, because otherwise, why not just, oh why not just, just like, why not just I'm wait? I'm done with this conversation. No, you're not. The, the best thing about doing this podcast remotely is that I can just hang up on you, yeah, but and that's the end. Before you... I don't need to continue the conversation anymore. <laughs> that's because you've got, you dug yourself into a hole. I haven't dug myself into any hole. You're... I said something totally normal for probably it's not... lots of gay couples, and now you've made this into this massive thing. I went to this guy's house in, um, in Sweden once. I went back to this guy's house, I should say. And he was in a um, a throuple relationship, and I was the fourth person. And they had like an open plan bathroom with like two toilets just there next to each other. And I imagine him and his partners constantly just use the bathroom at the same time as each other. But that's a, that is a sex. That, <laughs> Your mind is just like well, <laughs> it is a sex thing, though, isn't it? Like it just is. Not really. No, it's not. If you're not into that, then what's the need? I'm not into toothbrushing, but we still brush our teeth next to each other. One might think that was a bit weird as well, if I'm, what? If I'm honest. I'm sorry. Relationship <laughs> expert Dan Hudson thinks that's weird. Anyway, that is what's happening in my life right now, and it's very triggering. Like, you've got and all day. Like, Why can't you just wait two minutes for one of you to finish brushing your teeth <laughs> before the other one starts? Like, because you've just been moaning about being on top of each other, but surely that's... No, I never moaned. I just said we were, and that that was interesting. That... I didn't moan about it. I still don't understand the brushing your, your teeth thing. That's just... What? Why? Well, what's the need? That's like a little bit of me time, isn't it? That you're just like sacrificing for, for literally no reason. I mean, this is the thing. And actually, you're right. I think we both need to find a way to have me time at moments like that. I had like a 15 minute shower at the weekend and that was great. That was like me time. Did you have, um, did you have a wank? Oh my God. What is wrong with you? Because <laughs> you started it. <laughs> Sorry, this is key worker Dan Hudson. What's that got to do with anything? Well, you were on about, you You were asking me how, how, when you should have a wank and I'm coming up with suggestions. This guy that I used to live with in Leeds, he made a big song and dance about the fact that he was going home for the weekend. And then a day later, he comes back and I'm like, what are you doing back? I thought you'd gone home for the weekend. And he was like, yeah, but you know, you just really need a wank. <laughs> I do relate to that, to be honest. Because since he moved to Leeds, his parents turned his room into a, a different room. So he didn't have a room. So he couldn't have a whack. So he came back to Leeds to do it. <laughs> just... I mean, he should literally just go on Grinder. Oh, straight what people does that are so mean? confusing. If you just went on Grinder and was like, "Hey, he's... can you a com?" Someone would be like, "Yeah, sure," and then he could just go around there and do it. If he wasn't gay. That was the point I was making. If only he was gay and had Grinder. Is that a thing? What you message someone? Can I come and wank in your house and then go? I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm sure it is. If you you want it. Oh, hold on a second. Can I pee, please? Sorry, James has just walked in. Hang on a second. (laughs) Come and say that into the microphone. What did you want? 
Can I pee, please? So, <laughs> I'm in the bedroom right now, so James needs to pee. Right. So, both, and I you, also need to pee. Oh, right, you both got to go. <laughs> see you later, Dan. Right, see you. Thanks for listening to our episode today. Um, we've got to give a massive shout out to some of our brand new patrons. If you love our podcast, we would love you to support the work we're doing right now. Go to gainongay.com slash donate. Hi to Kevin Laurie, who's messaged us saying he wanted to become a patron because he loves the work that we do. And he feels guilty for being able to listen to it for free. You definitely shouldn't, Kevin. That's what we're here for. But we really appreciate your donation. Thank you so much. And hi to DJ, who's donated their patron name check to their wife, Selena. Ooh, romance. That's so beautiful. It's hard times for everyone right now, but we really do appreciate your support in helping us keep our podcast going. Go to gaynongay.com slash donate to get involved. And don't forget, we're about to launch a brand new shop. Visit gaynongay.com for more info and check out the dates for the podcast tour. It's back after all this COVID-19 shit. See you soon. And did you see uh, Mermaids are doing this amazing thing called Digifest this weekend? It's a virtual festival to support young people who are facing really long periods of isolation, sometimes in really bad, hostile and friendly environments with no opportunity for comfort or support. Yeah, Mermaids is one of our favourite charities. It's a safe place for young trans people to find support and help one another. And they've seen a huge reduction in individual donations and um, we wanted to support them too. So we'll be popping up on Saturday. You can get involved this Saturday and go to mermaidsuk.org.uk. Plus Dan and I will be popping up a bit on Saturday afternoon as well. Find us on your socials at Gay Non Gay. Listen at gaynongay.com or just search non-gay at your fave pod app.